Good morning, it's Tuesday, July 11th, and this is Slices of Wenatchee. We're excited to bring you a closer look at one of our top stories and other announcements every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Today, some local parents are saying the newly renovated Lincoln Park is inaccessible for disabled kids, despite being ADA compliant. And later, this year, residents found their 4th of July missing its usual flair, a puzzling absence of flags that once adorned the streets. Before we begin, have you joined Neighbor yet? If not, download the app today and join local conversations about issues that matter. Neighbor is a site just for our local community, focused on facts, not misinformation. Best of all, it's free for everyone. To learn more, visit WenatcheeWorld.com N-A-B-U-R. Now our feature story. The renovated Lincoln Park reopened in May, and McKenna Chatterton, a local mom of three, was thrilled. Not only was the park conveniently situated close to her house, but she also had high hopes that it would be accommodating enough for her children, Xander and Elias, both of whom require mobility aids. However, it wasn't quite the inclusive paradise she'd envisioned. Little Xander Chatterton, a six-year-old wheelchair user, found himself immobilized by the engineered wood fiber blanketing the playground. Two-year-old Elias, who uses a walker, couldn't push himself through the fibrous layer either. Now, you may be asking, what is engineered wood fiber? According to the U.S. Access Board's website, it's, quote, wood ground to a fibrous consistency, randomly sized, approximately 10 times longer than wide with a maximum length of 2 inches, free of hazardous substances. A far cry from the typical wood chips we're familiar with. Understandably upset by the park's less-than-ideal surfacing, McKenna reached out to the city, arguing that the wood fiber didn't meet ADA guidelines. The response she received from a city employee was perhaps less helpful than she might have hoped. In essence, McKenna was told that the engineered wood fiber was in fact ADA-approved, and if she wanted a more expensive alternative, like rubber turf, she would need to raise upwards of $300,000 herself. Quote, it was like they, my sons, didn't matter, McKenna said, recounting her exchange with the city. David Erickson, the Wenatchee Parks, Recreation, and Cultural Services Department director, explained that the city's goal is to make all parks as accessible as possible, given budget constraints. He stated that the parks in the city are all ADA compliant. Any potential changes to the standards applied are beyond the city's control, as those are made at the federal and state level. Erickson also revealed that a poured-in-place rubber surface, the kind that McKenna would prefer, would be incompatible with Lincoln Park. He cited the park's location atop an old landfill and the continuous ground settling as challenges, suggesting that such an investment could crack within a year, demanding further repairs. Additionally, covering the existing 48-inch canyon drain underneath the playground with the rubber surface would obstruct access to the drain. McKenna's dilemma underscores the difficulties many parents with disabled children face when it comes to navigating public spaces. Despite the physical exertion and the long stares her family often receives, McKenna continues to take her children to parks, acknowledging the vital role outdoor recreation plays in their development. For now, she plans to stick to Eastmont Community Park and Hale Park, where the surfaces and equipment present fewer hurdles. Lincoln Park, she says, will likely be visited solely for its new splash pad. Next, this year, residents found their 4th of July missing its usual flair, a puzzling absence of flags that once adorned the streets. East Wenatchee's mayor, Jerry Lee Crawford, was flooded with emails regarding the perceived lack of flags. City officials, however, insisted the patriotic display was unchanged from past years. 
Undeterred by the official response, our reporter turned to 35 years of Wenatchee World archives, seeking to compare the past and the present. The pages told of iconic moments, like the passage of the Olympic torch through the area in 1984, or the world staff in front of their flag-adorned building in 1985. But this year, that same Mission Street building was absent of additional decorations. The same flags were present on Wenatchee Avenue, yet the festive flair seemed notably reduced. So, we ask, what happens when the signs of patriotism seem diminished in a town that values tradition? Is this the evolution of small-town America, or a mere oversight in a year recovering from the pandemic? Thanks for listening. For more information on all the stories you heard today, visit us at WenatcheeWorld.com. The Wenatchee World has been engaging, informing, and inspiring North Central Washington communities since 1905. We encourage you to subscribe today to keep your heart and mind connected to what matters most in North Central Washington. Thank you for starting your morning with us, and don't forget to tune in again on Thursday. Thursday.